Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dan Bespris, the host of Fantasy NBA Today, Hoopball's flagship full-season fantasy podcast. We cover every piece of news, every mock draft, every rank list, pickups, drops, buy lows, sell highs, and every sleeper candidate all year long, Monday through Friday. Come check us out. We're Fantasy NBA Today, and you can follow me on Twitter for updates at Dan Bespris, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. We'll talk to you soon. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Welcome back to another edition, another Football Friday edition of Today in Sports Betting. My name is Devin Ellington, but hopefully you know that by now. If you don't, that's what it is. Known as D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. Got an exciting show. Like I said, it's Football Friday. We are a hoop-ball.com presentation. Hoopball Gaming on Twitter, Hoopball Tweets. That's where you'll find us under the family of Hoopball content. I've got a real good friend of mine. He comes on the show, helps Ira and I out quite often. I'm excited to have him on. And before I introduce him, though, we have to talk about Manscaped, our sponsor. Lawnmower 3.0 just came out. Fresh new technology fully electric waterproof because the shower is the place you want to do it talking about mowing your lawn that is now you're going to get 20 percent off and free shipping all you got to do is use hoopball 20 h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l two zero we'll take care of you they'll take care of you the lawnmower 3.0 will take care of you and then you know it's a facto the ladies or something you know hoopball sent you manscaped get your lawn mowed Let's pull the curtain back and introduce the man, the myth, the legend, Ramblin' Russ. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom and a very happy, healthy, and prosperous Jewish New Year to all our Jewish friends out there. And, yes. all, and you don't have to be Jewish to wish someone a happy New Year nowadays right, right. this weekend. Very happy and healthy. 5781. 5781 in the year in the Jewish faith. And I want to wish all my 
Jewish followers a very happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. And may God's blessings come true for everybody. And may you have a yeah. great weekend a book, inscribed in the book of life for apples dipped in honey, chopped <laughs> liver, and that beef brisket waiting for the dinner table tomorrow night. So, again, at sundown tonight, that's why the other name for Rosh Hashanah, just so you know, Devin, Rosh uh-huh. Homa. Rosh Home. Rosh Homa. So I want to wish everybody a happy and a healthy New Year. And Devin and you and your family have my prayers as well and hope everybody has a great holiday weekend and has a prosperous and wealthy holiday weekend. Well, speaking of prosperity, you know, that's what we do here. You know, we, we are hoopball gaming. We, we love to give out winners. I talked about Coastal Carolina last week, that plus 220 money line. So we're going to try to find a little bit more value in the football for Saturday on the collegiate level and Sunday professionally. And then, you know, it's all love here. You know, so you, like you said, you don't have to be of Jewish heritage or descent, but Shabbat Shalom. We love you guys. It means best wishes if you don't speak Hebrew. I don't. I Googled it. But without further ado, we got a lot of content, Russ. I'm already getting a little excited and short-breathed here, so I'm going to try to keep it going without exasperating myself. Never have we had the NBA playoffs coupled in with college football and pro football. Think about that. Think about that. And baseball. We're going to have baseball and then baseball playoffs coming up soon. It's a wonderful time to do your handicapping, and it's a wonderful time to be a sports fan. Oh, it is. But Especially sometimes, but sometimes you have to turn the TV on after the opening of the game, if you know what I mean. But let's get right to it because there's a lot of action. Yep. So putting all that aside, we're going to move on into the intro for this college football slate. I'm wearing my Oklahoma State gear. Go Pokes. So we're going to start with Tulsa versus Oklahoma State. I think that's a great couple of offenses to talk about to get the fireworks nice and hot and popping here to start the show. Over under right now, 65 and a half, 66 in some books. And the Cowboys out in Stillwater. Looks like we're getting 23 and a half points. Opened at 20 and a half. You know, they're my favorite team. I know what our offense looks like. We returned eight of our starters, our quarterback, Chubba Hubbard, the Canadian back. We got our receivers. We returned seven or eight guys on defense. 23 and a half points is a lot, though. But I'm looking at over 66. If you look at the recent games that these teams played within the last couple of years, they're familiar. A lot of these kids were recruited together. They know each other. It's the same state. Tulsa has a pretty dang good offense. They didn't return as many starters as uh, Oklahoma State did, but that's where my lean is on this first game. I'm not going to choose Allegiance. I'm going to choose the total and go over the 65 and a half, 66 points. Devin, I'm going to choose your Allegiance for you, and I'm going to tell you you. that it's going to be Oklahoma State about 49 and Tulsa about 20. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State, parlay it with the over, It's my parlay lock of Saturday, Oklahoma State in the over. That's my parlay lock for all you Cowboy fans out there. Uh, And I'm going to have a a special – you're going to love this action for Sunday. I already got this three-team parlay going. But I'm going to give you my lock parlay for Saturday, and that's Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, to romp the Tulsa team, and I take the over as well. So Oklahoma State and the over. Awesome. 
Seems like we're starting off on a pretty nice even keel eye level here between the two of us. Let's not use all of our gunpowder too early here though, Russ. You're talking about your lock. I'm gonna talk about mine. This next game I am stoked for because I love this team. The hiring of the athletic director that they did two years ago has paid dividends instantly. I'm talking about the Liberty Flames. They jumped up from the FCS level they came to the FBS. They won eight games last year. Not to mention their basketball team would have got into the NCAA tournament this year if we would have been able to finish it off. Uh, Liberty's getting 14 points, a full two touchdowns. So that's a key number for all you uh, football people out there. And then the over is at 52. What I really like about this Liberty team, they returned a lot of guys. They did. They returned an immense amount of their starters. But mostly what I like about the people that returned is it, there was a ton of upperclassmen. So they, they, they've been there, done that, you know, went eight and five last year as an independent. They're going to be in a conference in the next two years is my prediction. Maybe as soon as next year, 2020 probably put them back a little bit like it did for all of us, but they've got a dynamic, dynamic group of playmakers on this team. Specifically, I like uh, their back Joshua Mack. The kid, he, he's out there, Eric Dickerson it. He's got the goggles. He's got the goggles. He's got the moves. Western Kentucky, they underwhelmed against Louisville. I took them to cover. They didn't. So I'm going to flip it. I'm going to go with Liberty. I took some early bets on them last year when they were getting heavy spreads, and I liked it. Their defense is really solid. You know, they're returning uh, a handful of starters on defense. Last year, you know, and this is a team that just came from the F FCS. But their total rank on defense last year was 80th. I mean, that's, that's not Clemson. It's not Ohio State, obviously. But, I mean, this is a team that just came from FCS, and they came out. They won eight games. They had a top 85-ranked defense, specifically passing defense, top 50. Um, so I'm taking the 14 points. That's a great bet. I see it's up to 14 and a half. That's a great little hook, hook yes. line, and sinker yeah. for all you gamblers out there. To Liberty stay away from that push. Liberty plus 14 and a half is, is looking really good. Don't forget, it's Liberty's first game. So they've yeah. been preparing for this only right now, right? They're preparing for right. Western Kentucky. Whereas Western Kentucky played last week. That, that game's over. Now they got the next game. There's something to be said for that a little right. bit. And I think Liberty, I, I agree with you. you. You really sound really – Devin, you're ready to, you're ready to be a uh, – you know, call 1-800-DEVIN-WINS for the latest picks of the <laughs> week. But uh, that's a great job there. Well, if you check, you know, my posted plays on action, I've had a pretty good last 30 days, hitting at 57%. And, you know, like you said, this is Liberty's first game. And a tidbit of information I've spoken on is the spring practices that these college football teams were able to get in before the cancellation of everything and you know, la di da di da So Liberty got five spring practices in. Western Kentucky got zero. Teams that had the advantage of spring practices in week one covered at a 62.8% and uh, clip. And I'll add to that, they've had more time to prepare. Prepare. Preparation is pretty much all you need sometimes. So moving on, we're going to get into the service academy here a little bit. And I cannot believe this number, and it's already dropped immensely. So I'm talking about the Navy midshipmen. I got them at plus eight. Are you kidding? Against Tulane, the green wave. Don't get me wrong. Tulane's returning a lot of good defensive starters, but they struggled against Southern Alabama. They struggled. They pulled it out at the end, but, 
you know, this is a classic example of inflating a line based right. on what happened the first week. Yeah. And Devin, I couldn't agree with you more. If the play is Navy plus the points, it's a smart play. Be nice to grab them. If you grab them at over the touchdown earlier in the week, yeah. you might have gotten them plus eight, like you said. But you're right. You're right. So I'd be careful. If, if it's at six and a half, seven, I might buy a half a point. Right. But definitely maybe plus the touchdown is a solid investment. And this is, you know, it's, it's just a, you know, you got to start your research early. As soon as these lines come out, you got to start digging because you're going to see value that you personally like. And I talked about it on the solo show yesterday. The two major components for sports betting to me is conviction and value. You got to have conviction and you got to find value. And then you've got to be convicted in the value that you find. So and I've got, I've got one of those convictions. I've got actually three conviction and value plays and, and your audience is going to be calling me next week for to pay, to pay because I'm going to, I'm going three and all on a money line parlay Ooh. tomorrow for, for Sunday when we get to that slate, I'm going to give you my, my three team money line parlay. And by the way, these underdogs are not small underdogs. No, one of them happens to be very big. CNV, conviction and value. Um, under is also in play with me on this one. Both teams run the ball. Both of them uh, returned a lot of the guys from their backfield, those offensive lines. They're not going to deviate from what What's they the know. What's the total? What's the total? Uh, it has dropped. It opened at uh, – so right now it's 48. It was 49 and a half. So I got the 49 – or I got the 48 and a half. I don't I got know about you and unders, Devin. You know, you had the under last night. That game was almost over at the halftime. But I'm, yeah, I'm just you know, bad call on me. Bad I'm teasing call. you a little bit. Hey, I like it. I got thick skin. I'm thick blooded. All right. So, I've talked about this before, but uh, you know, the Mac, the, my, my beloved Mac. I don't get them this year. The Maction. That's that was my favorite thing last season and this. College basketball season, mid-major. It must Friday. be run by Democrats. The uh, the uh, well, let, you know, let's let's leave the red and the blue no, out the, of it. We're going to talk politics about shouldn't be in it. No, the politics shouldn't be in it. You're right. Right, right, Stay right. Connecticut. We're talking about Stay football. Connecticut, the flattest right now. Sure, There's sure. No high school football here in Connecticut. Right, right, very right. depressed over. Yeah, it. so you know, it is what it is. But we're talking about football and prosperity. So Appalachian State, this is the new conference that I'm going to endorse because. The Sun Belt, it's just it's a breath of fresh air. You know, I lost Mac, but I've always liked Sun Belt football. It helped revitalize Lane Kiffin and his coaching career out at Florida Atlantic. Uh, you know, so I'm going to coin the term Fun Belt. Fun Belt. Uh, Appalachian State taking on Marshall. This game is going to be phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, guys, Saturday – 3.30 p.m. on CBS, you have to watch this game. It's, it, I'm, I'm, that's all I'm going to say. You have to watch it. I took the over 57. It skyrocketed to 59.5. Appalachian State laying five. I'm not touching a side because I think there's just going to be so many points scored here. Marshall's passing attack is just ridiculous. Appalachian State returns so many starters. And, you know, they are so capable. They, they won 11 games last year. 13 games last year. I short sold them. Sorry, guys. But, you know, they returned nine offensive starters, six defensive, and their kicker and their punter. Um, again, you no are the side. totals guru, Devin. <laughs> you are the totals guru today. Well, I you agree know, with you on that one. The, it's Zach Thomas. Just watch this Appalachian State court. He, he could be like a fifth or sixth round prospect, I think. So just check him out. He's a senior, 6'1, 210, got a nice arm, nice fluid throwing motion. 
Uh, not to mention, they've got a dynamic running back in the backfield, a senior in Marcus Williams Jr. If I was going to lean aside, I would say the Mountaineers just because the amount of continuity that they have. Oh, and by the way, 11 spring practices, Marshall, zilch. So um, let's go so ahead and talk. A, that's a good angle. My only concern with that one. Sure is you got a home dog against a ranked opponent early in the season. Just be mm. careful on that. That's the only thing. We have seen some craziness. Remember – um, Appalachian State's not a bad selection. I do agree with you on the over. You remember uh, what Appalachian State did to Michigan back in uh, 06? I sure do. They were a 40-something yeah. point underdog and one outright. Blocked that punt. It happens. It happens. Yeah. And it's going to happen uh, – it's going to happen this, this weekend in a few yeah. spots. Right, with, like especially that. with the weird off season. Um, let's go to the ACC. Got a couple games in a row to talk about with the ACC. Um, don't want to spend too much time on it because I think both of them are – or at least one of them is going to be blowout city. But the next one, probably going to be a nice grinded out fest. Um, Syracuse-Pittsburgh, noon on the ACC network. Orange, they're getting 21.5 points, opened at 20.5. So we see some steam of a full point over under at 50 after it dropped from 51.5. You know, I don't have a true opinion on this game. Maybe you do. I'll let you talk on it. But Pittsburgh, watch out for them this year. Their defense, their defense. I'm just – that's all Pittsburgh I'm going to say. Is a, Pittsburgh is a dominant football team. Yes. Year. In that game, they'll dominate. The question is, will they be able to cover? Right, right. And a, and a half. And, uh, you know, when you get a high line like that, sometimes, you know, for all you betters out there, sometimes you might want to – tease them down to 10 and a half mm. and, and, mm. and do a couple with two other big favorites like an Oklahoma State maybe and uh, and uh, pick another game I mean Notre Dame Navy whatever just sure. just tease them with a three-team teaser because at the end of the day Pitt's gonna win that game right the question right. is they'll, they'll be up 24 late and now Syracuse gets a back door but Pittsburgh should win that game pretty handily you know the what I'm looking for with Pittsburgh is the fact that they dominate the line of scrimmage they did last year also you know they were actually a, a stat that I love just because it's fun to say and it's a newer metric that people are actually starting to measure is the fact that um it, it's called havoc it's what teams do at the line of scrimmage and creating havoc and Pittsburgh was actually a top uh, 20 team in that ranked uh, department last year and the guys that are responsible for creating a lot of havoc are going to be your front seven and Pittsburgh well, let's see. They're returning their senior defensive end in Patrick Jones II, Jalen Twyman, a junior on the defensive tackle side, Deslin Alexandre, defensive tackle. They're returning a linebacker and all of their secondary. So seniors and juniors, they don't have a single sophomore or freshman on that defensive side of the ball. So the team that was a top 20 Havoc rated team uh, defensively last year, they're just getting everybody back. And Syracuse, I'm sorry, I don't know if they're going to be able to push the uh, Pittsburgh line back. Like you said, a lot of points. Pittsburgh's going to win, though. Uh, Boston College and Duke. I think this one is going to be a little bit more interesting just because Boston College has a new coach. Duke, you know, they're running a new offense with their same old coach, Cutcliffe, which, God, I love that guy. Um, right now it's six. The Eagles getting plus six. And uh, over under 51 and a half. So first look for me, my glance here, I want to go with the under because I think Duke's offense is still going over like 
how to do new stuff. Um, in Boston College, they haven't played a game this year, so there's not a lot of exposure. This, is, this might be a game, Devin, that you might want to stay away from. Uh, bingo. Not bingo. so sure it's a really two good teams, two average to me, mediocre, maybe below mediocre teams yeah. going at it there in the ACC. If that was a college basketball game, I think a lot of oh, people yeah. would be interested in it. By the way, it looks like we're going to start up on time for that season, so it's beautiful. throw that little you, plug in uh, there. Just when I little... see Duke, I don't think of football, even though my quarterback is uh, – Right. From Duke now, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Throw the ball to the other team after a 19-play drive, Danny <laughs> Dimes. Hey, he's young. Um, but, hey, to piggyback on the college basketball thing, Maui Invitational was moved to Asheville, North Carolina. So, uh, anyways. Bringing Hawaii to North Carolina. Right, right. Because there's – They're going to be played at the Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut, from what I understand. UConn. Yeah. The UConn men might be ranked this year to start the season for the first time since way back. Um, they, they had a really great recruiting class, UConn did. Watch out for them. Mr. Hurley out there. Um, all right. Getting it done. So we're going to bypass the Austin P and Cincinnati game just because Austin P is Division II uh, or FCS, whatever it is. Division II is not playing football. Uh, Houston Baylor postponed. So we'll skip that one. Now, the Rage and Cajuns. University of La Louisiana Lafayette taking on Georgia State. This is a Sun Belt matchup, Fun Belt, uh, generally known for their offenses. Now, this is a little bit of a weird spot. Uh, if you remember right from last week, the Raging Cajuns upset Iowa State. They are now ranked 19th. So the Sun Belt has two ranked teams right now. Um, then with that being said, Georgia State, not as talented. You know, the Raging Cajuns returned a ton of people. I'm not touching this game. I look for the Raging Cajuns to go ahead and just handle their business. Moving on to the South Florida Bulls taking on Notre Dame, the Hunchbacks. I'm kidding, the, the Fighting Irish. Um, let me have you take this one because I think you said something about Notre Dame earlier, didn't you? I did. I did, Devin. I, I think Notre Dame is, is a classier team than South Florida, but South sure. Florida might be pesky. 26 mm. points. I mean, I, what I try to do when I look at these games is I try to guess the line before it comes out. Right. And um, I did that in the NFL, and I had very – there were at least five or six games that seemed way off. Um, and, by the way, with the NFL, they're all neutral fields. I don't think the fans are coming into these college games. Is that right? Or very No, few? actually, Florida State had, you know, 30%. Uh, this, it, it's, it's up to the discretion of the university and, and probably within the conference. The Naval Academy, you know, Navy, Army, they're not allowing any fans. The independents probably aren't, but it's a case-to-case -case basis. So, so this game, in my opinion, I, I, would, I would lean, lean a slight lean to the dog in this game just, just because of the it's total. It's a lot of points. Yeah. It's a lot of points. Um, Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks, I took a stab with them last week, and they barely missed for me. But they're taking on the Roadrunners of UTSA. Not a huge magnitude of a matchup. So let's go ahead and just – say that we're going to stay away from this one, but go Roadrunners. Um, UCF, we're going to go up to Orlando now, taking on Georgia Tech. And I took the points with Georgia Tech last week. I took the under in that game. This is a new offense. It's not the option. Paul Johnson's out, uh, from, out, out at Georgia Tech. Um, Georgia Tech, home dog again, or not again, home dog at plus seven and a half. Over under 62 and a half. It's gone up from the 62. No movement on the spread. If 
if I need to, you know, say something about it, I'm going to say Yellow Jackets plus the points at home. No? I'm going to, this might be our first little disagreement. I'm going to side lean slightly to the uh, favorite in this spot. Sure. Um, Central Florida. There's um, a reason why they're favored in this spot. Yeah. Um, and I just think in a, I think they, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Skip Holtz, the coach at Central Florida? Yes. If Skip I'm not, Holtz, am I right about that mistaken. one? I will fact uh, check that, and then we will. Uh, let me know who the coach is. Yeah. But if it is Skip, he, he's a hell of a coach, and uh, he, he comes from good pedigree. Good pedigree. Good yeah. And uh, I just think that Central Florida is the better team and will win that game. Whether they cover the seven, not sold on Georgia Tech after one week. Sure. I just really liked what their uh, quarterback looked like. You know, they were worried about having a replacement come in for um, their quarterback they lost last year. But, you know, like I said, just the eye test and the way they controlled an ACC team. Sure, Florida State's not who they were, but um, they, they controlled just about every element of that game. Going to skip Citadel and Clemson for obvious reasons. <laughs> now we're going to talk about Troy, Middle Tennessee State here real quickly. Troy playing their first game over under 64 and a half, minus three to Troy on the road. MTSU getting three points at home. Uh, you know, no true opinion on the side, but from what I've seen with these teams and what they can do offensively, um, Troy, you know, they've always just had that deep passing, quick passing game. You know, they are very proficient with passing middle Tennessee state lost a lot of guys on defense. So I'm looking at a lot of points as a quick lean here. Uh, any opinion for this dynamic matchup from Ramblin Russ? No opinion on that game. What's your, sure. let's move on. Talk about the ponies SMU taking on university of North Texas. So these two teams are located within, I think about 30 miles of each other and you know, they're familiar, they're familiar foe again, potent offenses here. SMU is getting 14 points. It opened at 14 and a half. Um, over under 69. Hey, um, sorry, I got to do it every time. I'm immature. I'm immature. I know, I know you, you're a little bit more mature than I am, Russ, but hey, it is what it is. That man's um, must be acting up. I like the over in that game, buddy. Sure. Like that's that's that where I was going. Over 69. I knew you were going there. Yeah. Over 69. It's good to be over that. And the other, the other thing, Skip Holtz coaches Louisiana Tech now by the way right okay and yeah that's Josh right. Holpo is the coach at Central Florida thank you yeah but I still like Central Florida in that game yeah yeah, yeah. A lot. Well, if if you remember Josh Heupel he he's got a pretty good offensive mind he won some games out at Oklahoma hell of a coach I, I um, knew Central Florida had a good coach I right but well let's move on to probably the matchup of the weekend for college football ACC opponents 730 on ABC so prime time the U, that is Miami University, taking on Louisville. Louisville is the home favorite of two and a half, over under set at 64 and a half. It opened at 59 and a half. I want to take, I know the steam, you're supposed to follow the steam, quote unquote, sometimes, but 64 and a half. Miami, they still have that aggressive defense. They have a pretty solid defensive line. Louisville, they're not chumps defensively. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. So right now, I'm going to lean the under. Now, see, if earlier in the week you popped it at over 59. Yeah. And then you go under 65. Double back. Yeah. Now you yeah. got a six-point spread to hit, hit the middle and win both sides. Yeah. 
and the sharps do that, as you know, they yeah. do that out in Vegas and, and, you know, various places they'll do that. Um, but I, 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 uh, my, my opinion on this game is, is enjoy the game. Yes. And when Louisville's up by two touchdowns at halftime, take Miami in the second half. It'll be a closer game than you think. Both. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Teams are going to battle hard till the end, but I do think Louisville's the play. Here's another first half under maybe. These offenses going to be filling each other out. They, they don't want to lose their first major ACC game. You know, they're not going to come out taking haymakers right off the bat, I don't think. But I'm not a coach. I don't know. I'm just a guy with a microphone talking to another guy with a microphone. So um, Texas State, University of Louisiana, Monroe. I'm not going to touch the schools it. are located? Let's move on. Um, so Texas State is in San Marcos, Texas. And uh, University of Louisiana Monroe, well, they're in Monroe, Louisiana. <laughs> so um, that's my knowledge for this game. Not betting it. I, I, don't, I wouldn't even know what, what you know. So yeah. Growing Division up, one? They are Division yeah, yeah, they're, one. Yeah, yeah, they are in the Sun Belt. What's the number? What's the line in the total? Um, minus four for Texas State as the road favorite. Over 61, opened at 60, so a point of steam. If anything, I'm looking at the over just because these teams are terrible defensively, and I, the Sun Belt gives up a lot of points. So, Zero opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Wake Forest, the Deacons who are demons, taking on the Wolf Pack of NC State. And uh, right now, NC State, minus one at home, opened at three over under a 52 and a half and it's dropped from the 56 and a half and I actually was able to lock in under 56 I liked that one it was something that caught my eye so other than that I'm not going to do too much of a, de a deep dive in this we got some great NFL stuff to talk about um, did you have an opinion on this other ACC game here I would I would lean slightly under like you. sure sure under, but sure. not under 52 I would have leaned under right 52. right which is why, you know, just to reiterate, shop early, shop often. Are we heading so. to the league in the league where they play for pay? Yeah, where the, where the gangsters play and the – or whatever. I don't know. I was trying to keep it going there. I never was – I was never a poet. Oh, good. 
So, so what, what's your best bet, Devin, for, my for, best bet? Uh, for Saturday? For Saturday? Um, let me pull my bets back up. I moved over to NFL. My apologies. You know, I really like Liberty plus 14. Like, that's just, you know, I did well with the dogs last week. So, you know. And my, and the lock, Navy parlay, plus- and my lock parlay to kick off your Saturday at noon Eastern is Oklahoma State in the over. So those are our two major plays. Let's see how we make out with those. And now let's head over to the NFL. Absolutely. Well, first game like, – Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, first game we'll speak on. We'll just kind of go in chronological order. Uh, you know, all, all these games are going to be great. Let's talk Buffalo-Miami first. Division game, Buffalo Bills given five-and-a-half to the Dolphins. Dolphins are plus five-and-a-half at home over under 41. It opened at 43. I – like the under okay I agree I mean I agree with that if you're gonna pick over under on that game I would go under slightly not a play for me but a slightly I also have a slightly towards the underdog in that game Miami yes. plus the five and a half oh and one versus one and oh right yep. we know about what happens week two usually right yep. secondly second thing is Buffalo is was you know they they, they crushed the Jets right yep. they played the Jets that quarterback still hasn't – neither quarterback – well, no, Miami's quarterback threw to the other team a few times, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you kind of look like him today. Yes, yeah, yeah. I just you need know, a chin You shot. have 20 kids like he does, though, do you? I got three. Uh, there you go. But <laughs> Fitz and, – and I think Fitz will bounce back at home. Yeah. I'd be careful. You know, I'm thinking a lot of people might even use Buffalo for a survivor pick. Be very careful. Miami's dangerous. Yeah. And they, they let me down. They threw that red zone pick there. I, I had I had Miami up a little bit, and uh, I had him at seven, and I would have gotten a push with a field goal or a touchdown there. I would have won the game. And he, threw it in, and he threw a pick, an unnecessary pick at the end of that game. Right. That game was a lot closer against New England, and you know how yeah. good New England is. Even yeah. with all these new players and all the new quarterback and all this, and they still have that guy on the sideline that knows what he's doing in Belichick. The Dolphins are primed to maybe upset the Bills here. The Dolphins are going to be in that 2-3 spot in the division behind the Bills. Yep. Um, but I think for you Bill backers, if you love the Bills, this is a spot where you'll, where you'll slam them. You know, you're given less than a touchdown. You figure Miami's going to finish either third or fourth, New England second, right? Yeah. So, but just be careful. Miami's a dangerous team, in my opinion, in this spot. Veteran quarterback, you know, we although we did speak of him throwing late interception, which was kind of a bummer because you and I were in the same canoe. I loved their spot last week. Um, just throw another metric out here. So it was some data I came across over on oddshark.com. Gil uh, Gallant, give him a follow. He's great. Um, week two, teams that lost by 10 plus points in week one since 2015 have come back and covered at a 62 and a half point uh, spread. Uh, percent spread I'm sorry um, percent uh, in week two the Dolphins lost by 10 plus points there you go so, so on that same dogs. theory we can move to the next game for me it would be the Giants against the yeah. Bears just yeah. go to that game Giants lost by 10 to Pittsburgh Chicago mm-hmm. won a game they had no business winning by the way right Chicago had no business beating the Bears uh, the Lions they, the kid dropped the ball wide open in the end yeah. zone at the end of that game Okay, well, so I'm glad they did. One and all. Giants are 0-1. Pittsburgh's a great – they got a great front seven there. They yes. got a great defense. They're known for their defense. Danny Dimes made a couple bad plays in that game, cost him the game. His quarterback rating was only a 79. So anybody who says he's, he's arrived, he's good, he's there, no. Yeah. Giant management has a chance. The giant leadership here, the, 
the head coach, and Saquon Bar- uh, Barkley ran for 30 yards on one play and finished with six for the game. So on uh, 15 carries, he, he, he pooped the bed. The yeah. Giants are motivated in this spot to come out and win this game outright. And this is one of my three in my parlay. This is the one of the games. The Giants will win, beat the Bears outright on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, and if, if they don't, and if the Giants do not beat the Bears, next week, if you want me to come back, next week's show, I will tell you what the Giants' record will be at the end of the year, and it will not be very good. Yeah. The Giants have to win this game for so many reasons. They have to win. They have to beat Chicago. So, again, it's a big game. It's game two of the Joe Judge regime. But right. as we know, these regimes go fast yep. if you don't start winning games and don't start turning it around. This yeah. is a game. This is a winnable game. And it, in my opinion, for Joe Judge and for the team and for everyone, it's a must win. Well, just ask Shermer about the life, uh, the shelf life. <laughs> Shermer's 0-1, by the way, as a coordinator in Denver. Right. Um, so let's uh, move on to another one. One of my favorite games, and it's actually moved to uh, minus one. Uh, it opened at three and a half, but that's the L.A. Rams taking on the Philadelphia Eagles out in Philadelphia uh, over under 45 and a half. It's come down from the 48 number that it opened at, but – I was able to get the Eagles plus one somewhere, somehow. I stomped it. I stomped it. And then I also went ahead and took Philadelphia on the money line at plus 105. I would say to you, I'd be very careful on that. And then Eagles are a very banged up team. They are. They are. Injuries, injuries. And in the NFL, sometimes when you go with backups at so many positions. Yeah. It'll bite you. not a great – Listen, I'd be careful. I mean, if I if I had to pick a team in this game, I'd lean slightly, very slightly to the Rams. Sure. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do. I, I I think that guy's a pretty good coach. But again, both coaches. I mean, one guy's won a Super Bowl. The Eagle coach. That's a good matchup. That's going to be a great a game. Great, I would stay yeah. away from that game. Just to if enjoy. I had it. to make a pick, I would tease the Rams to plus six and like, I tease the Rams oh, off. There you go. There you Got go. at that. But the yeah. Eagles. I don't know. I I think the Eagles might get off to a slow start here. My thinking was using that, you know, the 62.5% number that we just talked about, Eagles lost by 10-plus points in week one. So, uh, I, I, you know, home dog that week and one. And the Rams week. won a big game on a Sunday night. Right. So, you're so right. The letdown. Lots of there. travel. Lots of travel. Yeah. No, it's a valid point. Um, next one. Another team that I think we'll probably – or another game we'll, we might differ on here. Uh, Denver and Pittsburgh. Denver getting seven points over under at 40 and a half. It's come down from the 43. They did get a point and a half from the opening line of five and a half. I went ahead and took Denver plus seven. I knew you weren't going to like it. No, I think Pittsburgh's going to roll. In fact, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would take Pittsburgh big on this with minus seven. I think the line is about three or four points off, believe it or not. I think Pittsburgh's a 10, two score better than Denver right now. And I look at what Pittsburgh's defense is going to do to Denver. Yeah. The matchup there, the coaching matchup between Pittsburgh's defensive coaching staff against uh, Denver's offensive coaching staff, the preparation, the um, – and, and I'll be honest, I like the over. I, I disagree yeah. total either also. I think that game – I think oh, Pittsburgh's yeah. going to win 31-17, to 31-10. to 10, That's over 40. Pittsburgh will win that game. Sure, so, sure. I like your take. That's on the one of my survivor picks, by the ah, way. Okay. Hey, I mine too. Survivor. Just on the opposite end of the table. <laughs> so, 
best of luck to you, brother. Um, actually, this next game, I, I keep saying I like a lot of these games, but this next game is just going to be so fun also. Atlanta taking on Dallas. Atlanta getting four and a half points. It was a full touchdown at seven, so that would have been my number to jump on. I still jumped on the four and a half because I think they can win this game outright. 53 and a half is the total. It's inflated from 50. Let it be known that Dallas and LA went well under the 52 and a half line from Sunday night football. Atlanta, 10 plus point losers from week one. Coming back, got a, I think a decent spot. Dallas got banged up on the defensive end of the ball. They lost Van Der Esch. I don't know. I, I'm so taking Mike four and McCarthy's, a half. Atlanta. Mike McCarthy's coming home after losing it out in LA the first week, right? Right. He comes home. He's playing in front of Jerry Jones, and some fans are going to be in Dallas. Yeah. And I hate to burst everyone's bubble, but Atlanta is a lousy coached football team. They are. And, you know, Iris told us that Mike McCarthy's overrated, and he might very well be. You know, his winning percentage over the last five years hasn't been great. But the bottom line here is Dallas has the intangibles. They have the motivation. Atlanta, a lot of Atlanta stats, they had three receivers over 100 yards. Matt Ryan threw for 500 yards. I am a lady, but I still see him throwing the ball down the field. And when you're chasing 30 points, that's what happens. Sure. Dallas, Dallas will win this game. I don't know if they'll cover, but I, I would pick Dallas. But I would, again, I would stay away from this one. It reminds me, of, I feel like it's a Philadelphia Rams game for me. Sure, but sure. I understand the backers for the Falcons. I understand yeah. that. I understand everything. But Dallas is still Dallas. The coach wants to win his first game in, in game number two So right. with the Cowboys. So just be careful on that one. I hear you. Next couple, we'll just kind of swiftly move through so we can get all the games in the card here before I got to let you go, Russ. Jacksonville, Tennessee, quick opinion. Take the points. Nine points is a lot of points to give a team that's 1-0 sure. against a team that barely beat Denver. And who knows who their kicker is? Is Ted, right. Tennessee put this guy in waivers, Kuskowski, or is he still kicking? Um, he's still kicking. He hit the game. I mean, he, was, he was either on the take or he, he, he had a, the yelps or the yeah. yips or whatever it's called. He was terrible. Yeah. He almost cost that team the game. Now, I had a survivor pick with Tennessee last week. Mm. This week, I wouldn't even – and I know a lot of people are taking Tennessee on a survivor pick. If I had a gun to my head, I would take Jacksonville plus the points. Hey, Minshew magic. Detroit, Green Bay. Um, I mean, my, it's minus six and a half. Green Bay at home. They're a touchdown better team than Detroit, right? They're more than a touchdown better team. Okay. That's, I was Aaron thinking Rodgers. 10. And Aaron Rodgers has something to prove, and that yes. coach is a good coach. I like yes, Green Bay. I love Green Bay. Yeah. It's one of my survivor picks. That line, to me, is a lot like the Pittsburgh line. It's yep. three or four points too low. It's actually a great bet to take Green yes. Bay minus six, in my opinion. Over under 49 and a half. I'm leaning over. You're the totals guru. No, 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 no. Don't do that to me. Don't put that juju on me, Russ. Uh, we talked about the Giants and the Bears. Let's talk about the Niners and the Jets. The Jets are a home touchdown dog over under 41. It's come down from the 43 and a half. I wish I would have jumped on 43 and a half because I do like the under in this one just because I think the Niners front seven is going to control the game. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. throw a couple Sam interceptions. Darnold. Sam Darnold is seeing ghosts again. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo is not losing two in a row in this spot. Right. Not right. losing two in a row. The only thing that scares me is the West Coast travel, play at sure. 1 o'clock, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing that would frighten me as a, as a 49er backer in this game, in this spot. But they'll win that game. That's another survivor pick. So if yeah. you keep it square at home, it's Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Green Bay. Those are my three survivor picks for week number two. And by the way, all those spreads are seven or under. Right. I, I don't know. 
I mean, yeah. that, that looks too good to be true. Right. I mean, but I, I just think the 49ers are two touchdowns better than the Jets yeah. on any field. Absolutely. Um, Carolina, Tampa Bay, you know, a couple of new faces within each of these organizations. Plus eight and a half, it was eight to the Panthers. 47 and a half, it's come down a full point from the opening line of 48 and a half on the total. Tom, okay, so Tom Brady has never lost a game in week two after losing in week one. I don't know what his numbers are as far as against the spread. I know Tampa Bay is going to win this game, but eight and a half is, I mean, Carolina's got a lot of good speed, talent, and young young core in there. And, hey, Matt Rule, he's getting his chops here, but he's a capable coach in my opinion. So what do you think on this game? Do you have an opinion on it? Yeah, I do. I have a very strong opinion, actually. Well, let's hear it. It's my NFL lock of the week. Ooh, there we Underdog go. Underdog lock of the week. Yeah. Carolina. Plus the points? 37. Tampa Bay, 31. I like that. I like that. Take your so. Tom Brady stat and throw it out the window, by the way. That was in New England. <laughs> hey, just that wasn't my you. stat. That no, wasn't I'm just my. telling you, that, was, that's, that happened in New England. He never lost two in a row. That's How about fair. losing two in a row to start the season? That Carolina team has probably the best offensive player in the league in Christian McCaffrey yeah. on its team. That Carolina team played the Raiders tough, okay? They did play the Raiders tough his first game coaching, right, the, the mm -hmm. new head coach. I don't know. I don't think Brady impressed too many people last mm -hmm. week as they no. do. Yeah. And the coach called him out after the first time. Right. He got called out in one week, then he got called out in the last 15 years in, in, in New England. Yeah. Um, you knew I was fading, but maybe you didn't know. I was fading Tampa Bay before the year with the under 10 and a half wins yeah. or whatever it was. I actually think Carolina pulls off the upset. That's, that's the parlay, second part of my underdog up, outright parlays, okay? Sure. Is, so I had the Giants. They were plus 205, and the Carolinas plus 350 on the money line. And so just, should we jump to the third game? Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just going to add, you know, since you're talking about them winning outright, they're plus, and this is over, and this is a good time for me to top out my bookie. Over on my bookie, Carolina is plus 315 on the money line. So speaking of my bookie, they are our other sponsoring partner within this podcast, them and Manscaped. And then we use the promo code HOOPBALL to get you a $10 MLB bet. And then you're also going to get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit when you sign up with us. Tell them Hootball sent you. Bet, win, get paid. MyBookie.ag. Hootball. Moving on to the next one, let's talk a little bit about the Minnesota Vikings at plus three on the road taking on Indianapolis and the Phillip Rivers-led Colts. 48 and a half, up from the opening line of 46. I'm leaning plus three for Minnesota. But that's that's like a one and a half bush light lean, not like a heavy whiskey. No, lean. for me, for me, I'm leaning heavy on that money line. On plus on what? Minnesota, plus what? One. It is. I'm seeing plus one forty five to yeah one fifty. So what on I what. did, uh -huh. okay, for all you out there, I went on that that website, mybookie.ag. Sure. I put a three team parlay in on a money line: Minnesota Vikings, New York Giants, Carolina Panthers. Mm. I'm risking twenty five dollars. Yeah. $25. Yeah. I'm winning $781. Oh, Guess yeah. what? Guess what? That's a great bet. We'll see what I do. I was yeah. thinking of a round robin money parlay. In other words, I have two dogs, two dogs, yeah. two dogs. And if two of the three dogs come in outright, I'm going right. to make money on that, right? Yeah. But, you know, Minnesota's the better team. Yeah. Again, they got blown out against Green Bay. Green Bay is going to be 
near super this year. Yeah. Pittsburgh near super. Final four teams in their conferences, right? We yeah. agree. Minnesota is that next tier. Mm. Uh, the Colts, the, you know, the Colts. Philip Rivers. He's a, he's lousy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's lousy. Aged. In fact, I was going to tell you in the Giant Bear game. Don't be surprised if you see uh, Foles in the second half for the Bears. Ooh. Trubisky's only a, a half away from being benched. Sure, sure. I think that fourth quarter he had might be giving him a little bit more longevity, but great analysis and great call by you, Russ. Okay, so I'm a sucker, but I like this next game. Washington and Arizona. I don't know why. It's probably Kyler Murray. It's probably Cliff Kingsbury. It's probably Ron Rivera. I don't, I, by the way, Washington, first team in the NFL history to have five first-round draft picks that they drafted to have at least a half sack each. First time ever. I heard your stat yesterday. I was yeah. very impressed with that knowledge that you yeah. picked up there. However, they're not playing a bank. They're not playing a college Eagle team. If you know what sure. I mean, sure. second and third string Eagle players on right. that team last week. Nope. They're playing an Arizona team that right now is riding high. Yep. I think they could win that division. They got a young quarterback and a young head coach and they're hungry. I, I I don't know about the spread, though. I got to be frank with you. I think that's a good game. I think yeah. Washington has, with Ron Rivera, has made a difference even after one week. He's one of Absolutely. the coaches to win his first game last week as a head coach, new head yeah. coach. And I, But I do think Arizona's the play. I mean, yep. they, Washington's got to go across the country, yeah. travel. They're coming off a win. Arizona's coming off a better win. I kind of like Arizona, but, I, I again, I, I don't – I don't have an opinion spread wise. I gave you my, I kind of gave everybody my picks. Yeah. Yeah. Box, but the Oz himself, uh, Baltimore and Houston, just to be real quick here. I mean, Houston lost by 10 plus points last week to the chiefs. Obviously I'm looking at backing them here. I'm looking at taking that full touchdown as a home dog and I'm going to roll with it. They you have know, overtime to prepare, but, uh, this Ravens team right now is is marvelous. Riding high, they're tough on defense. They've got a great coach. Um, Over unders fifty. It was fifty. I, I don't know, Devin. I I think Baltimore wins a close game. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't see how they're going to lose to to Houston. Well, I don't need them to lose. I just need them to not beat them by more than seven. I like Houston getting the touchdown. Just remember yeah. one thing, though. Yeah. If that game is played in Baltimore. Uh-huh. What's the line? Ten. Ten and a half. Right. There's no home field advantage anymore. Right. right. There is travel, though. <laughs> well, for San Fran to come to the Jets, right. Yeah. Um, so, Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers, um, minus nine. Opened at six and a half for the Chiefs. Divisional game, Chargers always play the Chiefs close. And we've seen the total drop from 50 and a half all the way down to 47 and a half. Are you thinking it's going to be another under between these games? Are you touching this one? Is there a side that you like? I kind of like No touch, side. no touch, no touch. I, I think the Chiefs win. Yeah. I'm rooting for the Chargers because I know a lot of people in the survivor picks are going to sure. take the Chiefs in this spot. Right. I'll, I'll root for the Chargers. Um, Perfect. To upset them outright. Sure. Um, but, uh, I don't know. The yeah. division game is tough, tough, tough pick there. Tough and pick. early season, you know, not a lot of data. I think a lot of people should still be probably rolling with half or three quarter units right now. Just to get a feel, you know, unless you have some real strong conviction. Um, so the last game, Monday night football. Um, and then down. 
Yeah, as I say, if if Charlie Daniels was still with us, you know, it would. Or, this that was is Hank Howard Cosell. That was Hank Williams. I'm sorry. Howard um, Cosell. Yes. This yeah. is Howard Cosell. Man, the the good stuff. Uh, New Orleans and the Las Vegas Raiders. How hopping will Vegas be on Monday night football? It's going to be full degeneracy, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Which we fully endorse here. There's no problem. This one's easy. This one's an easy game for me, Devin. You taking plus five and a half Raiders? Absolutely. Home underdog, Monday night football in Oakland. No Michael Thomas. In, In Excuse me, in Las Vegas. Yeah. And think about the Raiders on Monday night historically. Right. John Gruden historically, Monday night football. Oh, I, lo- I like John Gruden, as you probably could figure. Yeah. Soon. He better have his mask on the whole game or he's going to get fined. Yeah. Um, 50 and a half, it's come down a hook. So, 50 and a half, it's come down a hook to the 49 of currently standing uh, for the total. Uh, it was five and a half. It is five and a half. Um, I like the Raiders also. I think they're in a great spot here. No Michael Thomas. Um, you know, John Gruden's a good coach and I'm, I'm kind of eyeballing the under also just because, I mean, I've only lost a hook. since. You know, what's interesting for the first time, for the first time, a team is going to fly into Vegas the day before for a football game. Oh, wow. You think there'll be a few distractions for the saints? They'll probably land and want to go to a crab leg buffet and play some roulette, you know, there might be a little bit of a distraction. Yeah. And they're losing their best offensive player. Give me the five and a half with the Raiders. I agree with you there. I well, agree with you. Russ, Devin. let's recap your NFL. What a great play. So I'm going to give you my, I'm going to give you, uh, my strongest plays of the sure. day. The survivor pick plays are winning. They'll win the games. Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Green Bay. Survivor picks. Those are games to win. Just win. Sure. The picks with the spreads, I like Carolina plus the nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And I like the Giants plus the six. Yep. And I like Minnesota plus three. Yeah. And then I like them in a money line parlay. Perfect. So you get the Giants plus whatever they were, the uh, Carolina plus whatever they are, mm-hmm. Minnesota plus whatever they are. Risk 25 win of $781. What's that, 50 to one? Better than 50 to one odds. That's Almost pretty 60 dang good. to one yeah. on that parlay, right? No. That's. Am I right? No, no, 40. Uh, yeah. Somewhere around me. there. And I want to be right. 30, 30 to one odds. There we go. 30 there to we one. Go. Hey, I'm so from it's Oklahoma. Like, it's like hitting a number on a roulette wheel. Then we look at look at the um, my total of the week happens to coincide with one of my picks. Okay, and that is Carolina mm. over over with Tampa yeah. Bay. Carolina yeah. over with Tampa. I just see that game going back and forth, up and down the field. Yeah. So Carolina and Tampa Bay, the team that makes the mistake loses. Tom Brady's going to throw a pick six at some point again, and uh, or fumble or do something stupid. Yeah, because he's in. He's not in Tampa Bay. He should be. I mean, he's there for the money, and he's yeah. there because his ego couldn't fit in the building up in Foxborough. <laughs> so he's gonna get he's gonna get a lesson in humility. Yep. Uh, and so I I like I like Carolina in this in this spot. Perfect. Well, just to remind all the listeners, you can find Russ and I on Twitter. He is at Russ Ramblin. I am at D A L E O Seven, and we are at Hoopball Gaming as a community, as a family here, and we are growing. Guys, if you didn't listen to Friday's episode, we had Mike Palm from Circa, the vice president of Circa Sportsbook on the show with Ira on Friday. Um, Russ and I recorded this Friday night for your early Saturday morning pleasure and enjoyment. Listen to it Saturday. Listen to it Sunday. Let's win some money. Russ, I, you got, let's get one more point from you. I think there's some more. 
Lishana Tova Tikatevu. There we are. May you all have a sweet and happy Jewish New Year. And for all you gamblers out there that want to play the number, it's 5781. That's the year, 5781. God bless everyone. Thank you, Kevin, for having me on. It's Absolutely. Yes. Thank you very much, sir. I love it. Thank you, Russ. Take care, boss, and good luck to everybody this weekend. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.